Hi, I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieV47, from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 224, Ranger Command Power Hour 10th Anniversary Special recorded live on January 27th, 2024. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power on the 4i Radio Network. Tim Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trek B47. I'm Chris, also known as Long's Toys. And I'm Mason. <laughs> and we should have another guest coming soon, but that will be for later. It was just my name, but I still read it verbatim from the show notes. I was like, I don't want to mess this up. Let's read this. <laughs> Got my lines here. This episode is brought to you by patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P, Steve F, Steve M, Justin Z, Richie S, Charlie N, Brian M, Craig M, Liz M, Mason M, Tyler W, Steve R, Hassan A, Jacob P, Josh P, Sonia G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. Remember, you can go to linktr.ee slash rangercommandph for all the links in our show, including our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.com slash shop slash rangercommandph. And we are live. Uh, we've got Steve Martinez in the chat. Hello. Happy 10-year anniversary. We've got Tyler Bozetsky, who just says Morphin. Uh, we got Raheem Young. Uh, hello to Raheem Young. And we got Sonia Gregory in the chat. Uh, once again, thank you all for joining. It's our 10th anniversary show. It's been a crazy few months. Um, I think anyone who has uh, caught up with my Twitter just knows it's been a crazy year and just a crazy couple months in general. So I just want to say thanks for sticking around with uh, Ranger Command. I know the episodes haven't been as consistent as I would like them to be, but I do have a lot of great stuff planned and coming up. And if you see the title, it's episode 224. So you may be asking, hey, where's episode 222 and 223 well they will be releasing this week obviously the edited podcast version of this live episode will be released later after those but we've got extra episode 94 which kicks off uh, the rangers around the world series the guest for that is actually hurricane gold who did like all of the morphing recreations during the 30th anniversary. Super cool person. And these are going to be like Ranger Nation spotlights, but more of an international focus. So I actually have a lot of uh, really cool people in the fandom from around the world uh, lined up for that. So that series will go up until extra episode 100. And then I'm retiring the extra episodes. Just numbers from here on out. Hurricane Gold, wasn't he the first one, too, to find the Cosmic Fury Morpher? Yes. And he was the one that uh, did all the sounds and did the demonstration on mm, that. Yeah, all those yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. We talked about that and how he actually helped get an actor for the German dub back for Cosmic Fury. Nice. How he helped a little bit with the uh, creation of the dub, the German dub for uh, Cosmic Fury, because I'll save that for the story, but it's it's really cool how he was able to be a little bit a part of that. And then episode 222 also coming out this week is the first half of our Cosmic Fury review episodes one through five we record that all the way back in september i was gonna say was i on that because that sounds familiar. Uh, yeah you you were on that you were on that 
And so I'm actually getting some editing help from James from Mostly Speak in Sentai and um, shout out to James, a big friend and supporter of the show. And yeah, it's just life is really crazy and I don't feel like editing a two and a half hour podcast. <laughs> I mean, times are tight. And then episode 223, which I actually recorded this week. And it will be released on uh, January 31st is the Ranger Command interview for Power Rangers Unlimited, the Morpha Masters. And I'm interviewing Ryan Parrott and Rachel Wagner, who are both the writers of that. It was such a fun interview and it was great talking with both uh, Ryan and Rachel about this comic coming out. So it will be filled with spoilers. So make sure you pick up uh, that issue of the comic coming out on Wednesday and then uh, listen to the episode. Again, James from Mostly Speaking Sentai has already edited that for me. So yeah. And then this episode, which I will edit and get out sometime, hopefully not in May or something. So... (laughs) Anyways, uh, we also have Nightmare 10 in the chat. Uh, Hey, everyone. Happy 10 years. Steve Martinez said, glad to be a Patreon supporter again. Well, uh, thanks, and I appreciate the support on that. And yeah, how are you guys doing? Good. Fine. Good. Yeah, just hanging in, man. Like you said, life's been really busy being doing that dad life, you know? (laughs) Chris Chris knows what's up. (laughs) No no, no dad. No dad, are you? (laughs) Yes. It's been a crazy year in general, not just like in life, but in Power Rangers. It's, it's on that hiatus. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it felt like we had a lot of content this year, which was really cool, mm-hmm. you know, or last year, I guess we're in a new year now. What's <laughs> what's my age again? <laughs> um, <laughs> what's my age again? No, copyright strike. <laughs> don't get strike. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, oh, we just lost the feed. Off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it just feels like we had a ton of stuff and then just like after Cosmic Fury, it just fell off Mm -hmm. a cliff, you know, and which is fine. And we still got the comics and stuff like that, which is cool. Really looking forward to listening to that episode with Ryan Parrott and Rachel Wagner, husband and wife, too, which is really cool. They got to work on that together. Nice. But that's probably the most exciting thing upcoming right now, you know, for for Power Rangers is kind of kicking off what that's going to kick off with the comics so darkest hour is this ongoing event uh it's started in august and so it's going to be a year-long event and it's crazy how far it's gone into just the lore and bringing in other teams and dealing with dark specter and having read morphin masters it's just such a great character piece for ranger slayer and I'm not going to spoil issue 116 uh, that came out last week. That's the only one I haven't read yet. So good. <laughs> no, I won't. But definitely Morphin Masters. And they've been promoting this as issue 116.5. So there's definitely some connective tissue with that. I mean, it just picks up right after 116. So definitely pick up both issues. And I mean, that's really all that Power Rangers has got going for it right now is the comics and like renegade games and surprisingly legacy wars is still going they just released uh rocky ninjetti someone's playing it i guess i don't know it must be making a money nobody that i know i mean you have to spend like a hundred dollars to get a character at this point it's not to down it but yeah it's when does the morphin masters comic come out literally this this wednesday coming up the comic okay 
Yeah, yeah. 16 happened the previous Wednesday, and this one's coming this coming Wednesday. Exactly, yeah. So Morphin Masters is a sequel to 116 and kind of sets up the rest of Darkest Hour going forward. Okay, cool, cool. It deals with Ranger Slayer. I mean, she's the star of this book. It's just so great. And I was able to read in advance, you know, thanks to Ryan to prepare for the interview. And he was just so appreciative of like being able to talk about it. But they had been working on that issue for almost a year, just the back and forth with the ideas and everything. So definitely like a big milestone for the comics. And does the comics end after Darker Sour? I mean, I I don't know. I would I would want them to keep going. It depends if Hasbro pulls the license. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But and I don't do know if that end? if the comics are just making money for them and they're I like, mean to me we'll it's got to be low stakes high reward for Hasbro because they're like we're not doing anything with this. We don't have to put any effort into this. Mm-hmm. You know, you give us some money and you go do that. Okay, great. Like why To me it seems like why wouldn't you just let them continue because <laughs> what yeah, do you have yeah. to lose? You don't have to put any effort in. Yeah, and like you said they let all the reins go loose on what they can and can't do and all that kind of stuff cuz as we've seen they've gone to some different places with yeah. the comics that Saban probably never would have allowed. So <laughs> It's uh, it's one of those things where, you yeah. know, like you said, Chris, there's literally no involvement. And plus, it's such a, a separate sandbox that if Hasbro decides to reboot this thing in two, three, five years, they don't have to pay attention to anything and that it's done if they don't want to. So it's yeah, it's literally nothing for them to lose by just letting it go. That's one of the things that Rachel actually mentioned in, in the interview. And I think Melissa and others have said it, too, like. You know, once Saban was kind of out of the picture, like these untouchable concepts like the Morphin Masters, which apparently was like under Saban, no one could talk about the Morphin Masters or do anything with them. That was like one of those untouched things. But once kind of he was out of the picture, it was like, no, just go for it. <laughs> Hasbro's going, we don't know what that is. So we don't <laughs> care. Do whatever you want. That doesn't mean anything to us. Few more people in the chat I saw pop up. Uh, Tyler MC, uh, happy 10 years, uh, Ranger Command, and another uh, member of the Dads Are Dorks. With I just saw Steve's my dude. <laughs> Sorry, I don't agree. Aren't they supposed to be like super well dressed? And I'm over here in my three day old Nintendo t shirt. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I qualify for that. I'm wearing my Mighty Morphin uh, uh, Power Father that uh, oh, there you Chris go. got me. So that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Also, shout out to It Takes Two to Toku, yeah. who says happy anniversary. Yeah. So, throughout all of this, we'll take some listener questions and stuff. And, you know, anything you want to know about podcast or our thoughts on just stuff or whatever, or just like whatever awkward personal questions you want to ask Eric. No, 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 we're not doing that. (laughs) That's a different podcast. Right. (laughs) And, Oh, here we go. There he is. is. What's up? (laughs) So I wanted to, I want to make sure I was dressed for the occasion. So here I am. (laughs) Good to see everybody today. I'd like to say you got here in light speed, but you are a little late. So, <laughs> sorry, I was. Uh, we got a package downstairs that we weren't expecting, so I had to, oh. you know, we had to make sure it was the right box and not someone the wrong box or anything like that. So, gotcha. <laughs> nice. Who's box? Wait, whose box? Well, we thought it might be the neighbors because they're doing some um, home renovations um, in their kitchen. 
but because it didn't have the the address label. Smear, <laughs> I didn't order this linoleum flooring. <laughs> well, it's been raining outside. Like it's been like torrential downpour. I didn't order downpour. this refrigerator. <laughs> so the address is all smushed. So like my wife was like, "Let's just open it." So we opened it up, and it turned out it was for us. So. Well, if it wasn't, it is now. I was going to say, otherwise, it's a federal (laughs) offense. You just admitted it alive on the Otherwise, Amazon's (laughs) about to send out a replacement. (laughs) Someone's getting their package replaced for free. (laughs) (laughs) That's better than one, two. (laughs) So what's up? What'd I miss? Sorry. How's everyone doing? Uh, pretty good. We're just kind of going through uh, what's going on with the podcast. So got a few episodes coming out this week. We're talking about the Morphin Masters coming up with Ryan Parrott and Rachel Wagner. Hmm. So that interview is dropping uh, the day the issue releases next next Wednesday. Looking forward to reading that one. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Five-year rumor is in the chat saying hello. Thank you. And then I guess we'll kind of get into maybe the only news that's going on right now for Rangers. There are a ton of one-sixth figure announcements recently. And I grabbed these all from Toku Nation, so thanks, Chris. (laughs) I haven't even covered them all, so there's even more still. (laughs) I was going to say, you arrived in the nick of time to talk about uh, Zio Gold, so really. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about all these unofficial, non-licensed products. Ready, set, go. (laughs) Power Rangers (laughs) Zeon. Well, uh, 3-0 is doing uh, the ZO 5-pack, which looks really, really good. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do another team in those besides, like, Shadow Ranger for Eric, <laughs> you got to do the ZO team because, I mean, all of those images are just chef's kiss. They look straight out of the show. They look so much better than the Mighty Morphin ones they did, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's because the helmets on the Mighty Morphin ones they did were just a little bit off. They were like they were like Bandai 5-inch model helmets. If that mm. makes sense. Chris knows what I'm talking about. You smile. But no, the Zeo ones look fantastic. Like, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't buy that scale of figure, but like the suits look so crisp and life like lifelike sounds stupid. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it looks like it's a miniature person wearing a suit that they're going to sell you for $100, $200, whatever it is. I'm looking at these poses with the weapons. They look incredible. I mean, that I, it's legitimate like spandex cloth type. Can you share your screen? Can you put it up? Wait, hold on. I've got it. You can do okay. it. Rob Schneider. I just meant since it's a visual. Uh, there you it go. is. Thank you for reminding me. But I mean, these just look fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. And like Chris said, maybe it's just because they're a simpler helmet that it seems more in scale or more, mm-hmm. you know, but they are pretty sharp. They can actually combine. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Didn't they do that in the show like once? yeah i honestly don't ever remember them doing it the posing here is just incredible like shout out to whoever did the product pictures for these because does it come with the explosions in the background that's what i want (laughs) it does come with the saluting hand from that one episode where they use the sentai footage where there was like wait was that the wrong salute did i just do something really bad probably you're getting canceled you'll be notified soon My apologies. Yeah, that's pretty sure. And had both the sidearms is pretty cool, too. We'll go to the next. Just visit tokunation.com. <laughs> <laughs> hey For your Power Rangers news. Do I owe you advertising money now? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll pay you later. And then we got the hint of the Gold Ranger. So, sorry, yeah. Chris. <laughs> that just looks like they took the legacy Golden Power staff and, like, 
colored it gray and then like put on an image and like yeah this is a prototype <laughs> like it literally looks like the legacy model well i'm curious how they uh, how it looks because like this other unlicensed one that you're going to talk about i'm sure uh here in yeah. a little bit um that looks fantastic like absolutely phenomenal i mean i'm gonna spend a lot of money on freaking 12 inch figures this year apparently but um, <laughs> yeah i just i hope it comes out really really nice but yeah talk about this uh susu toys i love these names by the way so susu toys is releasing son of triforia zero gold ranger <laughs> stop lying to the kids eric <laughs> He is not the son of Triforia. <laughs> I think I talked about that like last year. That was, was like last, last year's year? yeah, that ninth anniversary. That meltdown topic. over the weekend that everyone's just like, what is happening? <laughs> I remember that very well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tyler says it's Troy instead of Trey. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Green Shuriken Warrior. So Green Samurai Ranger. Uh, Black Abba Warrior, Dino Thunder Black, and Abba Assassin, Dino Thunder White. Yeah, these look incredible. The Dino Thunder Black looks really, really nice, too. Yeah. They don't have that sheen that the 301 have on, like, the helmet. They look very, uh, I don't know. Hey, at least the lines are painted on the helmet. What do you want from True, true. Oh, and I think the three zero ones are a little photoshopped. Yeah, probably. Yeah. These don't look as professionally photoshopped. I've never seen the original Mighty Morphin in person, so I've only seen the images, and they look really good. But those Zio ones, just the sheen on the helmet. So, but yeah, I could see that too. Like, if I were to get any of them, it would probably be Dino Thunder Black. I mean, if if anyone does Shadow Ranger, obviously I'm you know pre order day one. Ten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Steve's comment. Again. Yeah, that's what I'm giggling about. <laughs> three easy payments of nine. Put put some respect on the OG who saves lives for three <laughs> easy payments. Oh, I can highlight. Can I highlight chat? I can. Uh, yeah, I, I doubt. Yeah, wow. you just Look click it. Yeah, <laughs> man, you're you're like a pro streamer right now. I know. I'm so pro. <laughs> also, I just like that this company is called So So Toys. Like they're like, well, what do you think of these figures? <laughs> you're so so. <laughs> We're not, we don't really, we're not trying to come out the gate strong. We want you to warm up to <laughs> us and, you know. I really like the price point, though. Like, that's a pretty, you know, not $100 a figure. It's like 45 I think. 155 I think. That's right? not terrible. Is it, it says 45 on the website, or is that? Well, that's the pre-order. currency. Toe Collectibles is a, it's a pre-order. You pay $45 down, and then the rest when it comes out. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. I've never ordered anything. <laughs> Hazen's like, I'm out. Yep. See ya. <laughs> I thought these were reasonable. <laughs> oh, oh it says this this one's limited to just 400 pieces yeah they're all supposed to be limited but oh okay i think if i go there they're probably still available for pre-order and then this is this is the main event right here i don't think Ooh. anyone cares about this one you could probably skip over it. <laughs> yeah. look how good it looks though. they got the shield perfect yeah, it's yeah. Pretty good. like the helmet's a little eh, the visor's a little bit eh, and the right angle looks good but when they do like an up close shot it's like but I mean that shield, they got the shield with the the split and how it's a little bit indented. So on the right light mm -hmm. one, you know, they got that yeah, perfect. Man. Zio Black Ranger, let's go. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, these look incredible. Whoever does Shadow Ranger gets my money. <laughs> I'm not getting any of these. I'm not a one six collector at all. And then I think I like the <laughs> the name for this one. <laughs> albino Tiger and Albino Ninja. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Who was doing that one? That is done by Toy Battalion's doing that one. Got That's it. the movie White Ranger. Yeah. And movie yeah. White Ninja. And then there's another one that's coming out called Tree New Toys, and that's Dragon Warrior and Tiger Warrior. Yo, that's, yeah, yeah. Those look, I think those look the worst of all the ones I've seen so far. Very muscular. I, the movie ones have like a weird diaper region on the suit. I don't know <laughs> what's going on with that. Like, I, I really like the movie suit, bad. but it's, yeah, I was like, what's up with this diaper? <laughs> all right. So when I was quickly making the show notes for this i just copied last year's and and edited it (laughs) and one of the news items still applied because once again for the third year in a row power rangers has been nominated for a glad media award in outstanding kids and family programming live action Uh, so this is from power rangers cosmic fury so like i said this is the third year in a row power rangers have been nominated and uh, dino fury actually won the category in 2022 And then just kind of like the last thing that this is like nail in the coffin for Hasbro. I don't know why anyone is expecting any more official word on this. There was a YouTuber, uh, Super Sorrel, who interviewed uh, Hasbro's Emily and Lenny. And they asked like, hey, what's going on with, with Power Rangers? This is a straight quote from Emily, quote, so at least for the time being for Power Rangers, we're taking a little bit of time off from doing Power Ranger toys as we're kind of figuring out what's happening next with the brand. So kind of stay tuned for news on Power Rangers. Unfortunately, nothing else that we can add at this point. How do you kind, kind of, of stay tuned? Kind of stay tuned? Check in from time to it time. It just makes me think of the Scott Pilgrim movie when he's sitting by the door and it's like, Scott, are you waiting for the package you just ordered? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> he ordered it two minutes ago. And he's just sitting by the door. It's like, yeah, I'll just be here waiting for Power Rangers news. It's like... <laughs> Then he cut to me with like a full beard and completely gray hair. Like, <laughs> Still no news yet. I'm too. It's done, guys. Like at, at least for right now, it's it's over. People need to stop. Like the one thing I see all the time, all the time, and it annoys the hell out of me. If it was canceled, Hasbro would say it's canceled. Hasbro doesn't announce they're canceling things. That's not what Hasbro does. It's not how companies yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who's followed Hasbro for over 25, 30, 40 years now, Hasbro's going to go, hey, yeah, we decided to cancel that toy line. They just stopped doing it and then give you the answers that you're getting from Emily. It's no, nothing against Emily. I love Emily to death. Yeah. But it's literally like there's no press release. There's no statement. There's anything like that. It's just her speaking to people saying, oh, yeah, no, it's just on hiatus. That's how they cancel something. But it's like, think about normal humans. Do you celebrate (laughs) failures? Not usually. Like, you don't have like a big banner that says, we, we effed up guys. It's over. Like, I don't don't know. We almost made it. (laughs) Just who's going to accept the glad award if if they win it. Whoever's Simon. (laughs) Chris Cox would be like, yeah, that was all me guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Buy know. Magic the Gathering. Saban. Saban will just show I'm just it, like, hey, it was me the whole time. <laughs> I got my money. <laughs> he is the Gold Ranger. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at, like with the podcast in general. I mean, it's been 10 years. This show started in 2014. It was super mega force time. I'll stop. (laughs) Power Rangers. Inside joke. (laughs) That's not how it goes, but anyway. I know, I know. (laughs) 
but it's just crazy how like you know when the podcast started you know where power rangers was as as a brand celebrating the 20th anniversary to now and the past year's been just kind of rough for power rangers i mean the past couple years with like the lightning collection and everything. And part of me is like, all right, it's done. I can go back and kind of relive the the best moments of power Rangers and kind of do things at my own pace. And that's pretty much what I've been doing with the podcast in general. It's like I'm full-time at work, you know, I'm a full-time dad and something's got to give. And I'd rather be hanging out with my kid and, and my family and something's got to <laughs> Straight drowning pool right there. That's what Hasbro said when they fired everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we actually got a question from Nightmare 10 uh, over at the Power Scoop. A uh, question any of the dads can answer. Do your kids know about your podcasts? Have you ever seen them? <laughs> Chris, Chris Long's notes up. I was going to say, Chris, do you want to go first? Uh, <laughs> or have you ever seen them acting out making their own youtube videos or podcast episodes yeah so <laughs> my kids they watch youtube videos and they get a new toy the first word is hey guys we're gonna open this toy today <laughs> <laughs> so yes they want to start a youtube channel so bad but that's just not some juju i want to put into the into their life right now my oldest is is very aware that i do a lot of random appearances on podcasts or on video channels or stuff like that and he's always like can i watch it can i watch it i'm like ah. I'm thinking back to things <laughs> i said i'm like probably not um <laughs> but no he, he even told me he's like i can't wait to make like my own youtube channel i was like eh. but they watch a lot of um there's a lot of family friendly like online on youtube like gaming people like there's a Mr. A game. He plays Nintendo games. My kids absolutely adore him. There's zebra gamer. Just really no bad words. They're just having fun being silly, really professional. Yeah. Like I really like them. They love those shows. And so they see that and that makes them want to do that same kind of content. Same. Um, yeah, they could care less about what I'm talking about. They just want to you're on the Internet. Whoa. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think RJ's a, a little bit too young for, you know, recognizing what i do in kind of my nerdy sphere he he was on a couple of like my twitch street like stream baby yeah stream baby so that was a long time ago now uh, he's 19 months which is crazy to me i've almost got a two-year-old uh which yeah. is insane to think about but we had to go to the hospital in december because he had rsv and they gave him a child proof tablet with like YouTube kids and all that stuff. <laughs> and, you know, he's been messing with our phones for a long time and he got that, that iPad and it was just like, boop, click on the videos. He was yes. picking which videos he wanted. And we had to cave like Teresa got him. Like we got a kind of a cheapo smart pad off of uh, Amazon and he loves it. I mean, we don't, we try to limit screen time as much as possible, but, and he can say tablet, which is crazy. I mean, he, he goes, tablet, tablet, um, which starts, I, I don't know about that, <laughs> but, it yeah. starts. but he likes, he likes the wiggles. He's obsessed with the wiggles and Elmo. And when he starts taking through. the duck face selfies, that's when you, that's when you, uh, <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, to answer 
your question, at least for me, yeah, RJ doesn't know about the podcast, but I don't know, maybe in the future he'll listen to it. I, I have no yeah. idea. We we listen back. Um, me and my kids listen to Ranger Command in the car, mm-hmm. as I've talked about before. So they'll listen to podcasts with me so they're aware. Axel, my oldest, was actually, you had him on for the yeah. um, the comic book review. So that was like a really big moment for him where he realized, oh, that's cool. I made content, you know, something. <laughs> really cool. And then me and Chris have a podcast where we just talk all about our kids. Me and Chris Long have a podcast. No, <laughs> What's this other podcast? <laughs> where we talk exclusively about our kids. So funny stories and things like that come up that when I'm sharing what we talked about with my wife and so yeah, they're they're very aware, and uh, they're always wanting to make YouTube videos, is playing and stuff. They don't open a toy without starting. Hey guys, here, we're going to open this toy today. Yeah. Also, hi Mir. I saw. Yeah, thanks Mir. That that was awesome. Yeah, and shout out to to dads or dorks, you know Mason and, and Chris. Um, you guys do such a great job with that. With Tyler, who who was in the yeah. chat, uh, Tyler MC. He's most of the podcast. Let's be honest here. Yeah, it's it's, it's Tyler's <laughs> podcast. We're just guest hosts. <laughs> But no, I, I love the Doctor Who episode because uh, I'm a big fan. And it was just kind of nice getting a rundown of that. The pod Same. father. <laughs> Same. The pod father is the greatest thing ever created. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kind of Power Rangers related. Ranger Liz is actually on the newest episode that you guys released. So shout out Heck to Ranger yeah. Liz. I almost remember that episode. I was so tired. Yeah, Chris I was like, like falling asleep in the. Goodbye. <laughs> I was like, here's my answer. I love you guys. I have to go. It's midnight. I have to be up in like four hours. Good night. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever been like, <laughs> and it's my own podcast. I was like, nope, I'm out. See ya. Bye. <laughs> okay, we got Tyler Bozetsky in the chat. Uh, who asks, what's your favorite Power Rangers event or thing that's happened in the past ten years you've done on Ranger Command? Hands down, 2017 movie premiere. That was yeah. like the coolest thing that I can say I was a guest on that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there with you for it. So, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's I mean, not not just with Ranger Command, but just in Power Rangers fandom in general. That was just amazing. Can I, can I tell the story of that? Because that was. Yeah. That's yeah, a absolutely. fun. That was a fun story. So remember very because it was very last minute that we got that invite from Lionsgate. Super last minute. It was like, yeah. hey, the premieres next week. You want to go? <laughs> And it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> okay, pardon my language. You know, we all have full-time jobs. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> I was like, I, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going. Like, just straight up, I'm going. I'll, I'll figure out work or whatever. And I remember I'll I- will figure I, out our marriage later. I'll figure out the, the watching watching the kid. I'll figure out our marriage. Like, I'm, I'm going to this thing. Um, and, and then I called Eric and I, I was like, are you going to go? You're like, oh, I remember you're like, because you weren't married yet at the time. You were just dating Teresa. No, no, no. Were you guys married at the We got married in 2016. This is a very important thing. You better make sure you're right when you say that. Just yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We were married. I just remember because you were like, I don't know if I can swing it. Because I proposed to her. <laughs> I proposed to her and it was like the day they announced that what's going on. Look behind you. Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> She's watching. <laughs> I, thought she was, I thought she was sleeping with RJ. <laughs> that was a watch what you say and also keep it down. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was 2016 when the day that they announced that Brian Cranston was playing Zordon was the day I proposed to to <laughs> Teresa. 
and then yeah and we got married in in 2016 so yeah okay so you were married at the time i just there's yeah. so many like random trips so i'm like eric i'm coming to visit and you got like four <laughs> days notice uh-huh. <laughs> that was one of those times where i'm like all right i'm yeah. just gonna go and i remember because you're like oh, i don't know if i can swing i'm like i i don't care you're gonna go so i think we split your ticket so you could fly out yeah and then you because like i paid you there because we did one-way tickets if you remember we did like that's right, it was that's cheaper right. to do one way because i went back with you to chicago yeah 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 yeah. but we're like oh man hotels aren't cheap i'm like how many people can we fit into one hotel room <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that question is was it six or seven it was me and we, you rye, rye Hassan. was there anybody else i think that was it i think it was just the four of us i swear there was at least one more jay went with someone else brandon went with someone else I flew in to LA with Brandon from Chicago. Yeah, you guys flew in together because we all we all met each other at the airport. Because I remember because oh, that was that was a fun drive. We all we all met each other at the airport, and then and there was like a Lions Gate because they were launching Power Rangers Legacy, Legacy Wars. Wars, and we had to make the decision because Bischoff was like, "Hey guys, you want to come have lunch?" And we were like, "Power Rangers Legacy Wars or In and Out with Jason Bischoff from Saban Brands." We were like, "We'll play Legacy Wars later." And so, <laughs> and it turned out, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Somebody does, but <laughs> it wasn't. It Brandon had the rental car. I think Brandon had the rental car, and so it, yeah, because yeah, because you can find all this stuff on on both Rye um, uh, on her channel, Collector Shuki, uh, and, and Hassan's awesome channel on channel. Yeah, because that's when we we. We played Power Ranger soundtrack music, different Power Ranger songs driving to the other side oh of where we God. needed to be to have it in and out for lunch, then drove to our hotel so we could all like either shower and freshen up, get dressed up, go to the premiere. Yeah. I got my selfie with I'm Saban. That was it. I peaked right there. Everything passing has been nothing. Did the premiere, the crazy like pole dancer Rita Repulses in the after party. That was a thing. I just remember Ryde telling me about unlimited chicken fingers. Unlimited chicken fingers, unlimited pizza, <laughs> unlimited Krispy Kreme donuts, unlimited. You could do whatever you want, but no, I just, that was, we got there. We got our ticket. I felt like we were doing a drug deal. Like I felt like we met the Lionsgate <laughs> rep in an alleyway. He's like, here's your tickets. You guys get yeah, to stand. Yeah, we had to meet at a specific spot. You yeah. guys are going to, you guys can go stand in this one. Like all the fans are going to be here, but you guys get your own special section. And then after all the cast come through, you guys can actually walk the red carpet because you're going into the movie. So that was really cool. That um, was amazing. But so we got to meet like the, and the actors and they told the actors to talk to, to our section of fans, like purposely swing by so we could say hi and stuff like that. So we got because I got a selfie. With, I got a selfie with Naomi Scott, with um, Elizabeth Banks, Haim mm-hmm. Saban. That's cool. Um, well, see, you you kind of broke away from our group. You were farther ahead. I went with Michael Louie uh, from Power yeah. Rangers now and, and uh, Umesh, who is the one who did the Neo Saban Power Rangers YouTube channel. I broke away yeah. with them because I'm like, <laughs> they have much better contacts with the higher ups in Saban. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to weasel my way over there because I want to try to get some good pictures. And so they purposely brought Haim Saban over to meet Michael and Umesh. Yeah. And that's how I was able to get the selfie. That's cool. This is such a cool thing. We did it last minute, and Hassan got him made. The Power Rangers ties. Yes. The lightning bolt from the movie is a tie. Yeah. And we all color-coordinated, like, which ranger with our outfits and stuff. wearing this color. But I had my tie signed. I think Jason David Frank came by, signed it. Oh, cool. David Yost signed my tie. Who else? RJ, Kyler. Sorry, yeah. And got selfies with them. Daker. Montgomery. Don't forget, we all wore communicators, legacy communicators that matched the color that we were wearing. Yep. 
Like we nerded out hard for that. And I remember the guys back at back home watched IGN coverage of the premiere or something like that. Yeah, whatever. it was like an overhead shot and you could see all of us. They were watching because <laughs> I told them I was going to be bringing a, a bright yellow shirt with a tie. And so they made it a point to watch. And then they sent me plenty of pictures of like a group of 12 of me like, ah, there's our boss. That's when I couldn't keep the nerd part away. That's why I moved across the country a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> It was fun. I would agree, Eric. That was in 10 years of being involved in the Power Rangers slash, I shouldn't say slash token, but just the Power Rangers side of the community. That was that was top. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you're there in the center of it all. So that's really cool. Well, I mean, not to leave Mason and, and Long out. What do you think was the coolest thing just in the fandom for Power Rangers in the past 10 years? Maybe an event you went to, like, was it a Power Morphicon or the end? i think getting to see uh once and always early you know that was really cool getting to check that out and watch with everyone it's past time (laughs) yeah yeah they're never gonna send out another screener again spoiler we all saw once and always earlier spoiler we also saw cosmic fury earlier but getting to see that with everyone was probably the coolest one of the coolest moments that was cool yeah it was a lot of fun because i'm newer to the fandom like being in included with everyone so yeah that was like a big moment of like oh my gosh this is so cool because we did that for both once and always and also for cosmic fury just behind the scene here you go behind the scenes stuff like we got like what once and always you got like 10 people together 10 or 12 or something like that yeah because that was the once and always podcast and then yeah and then yeah. Cos- cosmic fury i got about the same amount of people together because I, I think i got that like a day before you did and i was like if it yeah. we're watching it tonight and we binged that whole thing till like we three o'clock the in the morning season. and everybody, everybody stayed for the yeah. entire time. But there is nothing cooler than getting to watch something like that for the first time with your friends, like it, watching it's cool, but getting to watch it and hear everyone's reaction at the same time, because we, we all went into a blind. We didn't, I mean, we knew some spoilery stuff from, from leaks and stuff like that, but we didn't know exactly what happened or what was going to be in it. So that was super special. I think especially I had to leave early. So I only, I think I stayed for like the first episode or two. And then Eric and I watched it like the next night until like four in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, I think with like the Netflix press access, I must've watched Cosmic Fury at least five times before it officially came out. Like, I was cool. just, I was so hyped and still kind of hyped for it. Like, obviously, I haven't watched it since then because it was like complete burnout. Kind of like the movie, 2017 movie. Exactly. God, watched, watched it like nine times, five, yeah. nine times in four or five days, and I haven't watched it since. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I watched that the one time in the theater with my wife, and then I don't think I ever watched it a second time. <laughs> we almost watched it again today. We almost got there, but we didn't get there. <laughs> The kids were like, let's watch that. And then they saw Digimon and were like, let's watch that. I was like, all right. That's fair. I mean, I would do the same. <laughs> I I, yeah, I'm the same way. I'd be like, ooh, that's, that's which Digimon fun. was it? Uh, season one. Yeah. yeah I watched that too. Are you kidding me? OG. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. As far as an event or something, I think that Toy Fair we went to in 2019 yeah. with all of us was a lot of fun. And then the next year I got to go with Chris. So that was really fun. too. It was really fun to talk about how the world might end. And then it did. I just, yeah, I was just saying, me, me and Chris are sitting in the, like the cafeteria area of the of the Javits, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, should I be terrified right now? I don't, I don't know. I got to a point where like I started carrying a napkin to open doors because you have to remember, like COVID Ground mm-hmm. Zero was New York City, and that's where we yep. were, and it was at that time, and people are just start talking about people who are getting sick. Two weeks later, they shut everything down. Two weeks later, they turned the Javits Center into a almost like a morgue. Yeah, yeah. That was, so yeah, so I mean, it was it was very like I get home and I'm like <clears throat> I'm like oh god, 
you know, it was, <laughs> but that was, that was cool. And, and that was cool because we had the team camaraderie meetup, that first mm-hmm. one yeah. in New York city where they were told me like, don't tell anyone that some of the heads of Bondi Japan are going to be there. Like, don't tell anybody that I'm like, it's kind of important information, you know, to get people out there, but okay. <laughs> we're like, we'll all meet out front of Midtown comics. And then Midtown comics is like, you got to get out of here. And we're yeah. like, okay, cool. <laughs> we have a very small entrance. You need to leave. Yeah, they're so. like, we're tiny and it's, you know, it's too hot. I'm like, no, I get it. that was cool. What brought us together for that was obviously power Rangers. But the one in 2019 was also cool because there was no impending death, but also because <laughs> it was a decent group of us. And that was also like when they were first bringing out like lightning collection and those little, the little mm-hmm. power ranger here, super mini heroes or whatever those were called. Those are fun. I like those, the blind bag things or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That, that stuff all got like unveiled that weekend. Cause I remember like, remember <laughs> the funny thing was it was all supposed to be shown on Saturday and then all of it leaked Friday night. And so we were sitting in that Japanese restaurant and we're at the Nintendo store and we're just like, oh, that's every All right. So are you still going tomorrow? Because this is all right here. It's, it's done. Dang it, Josh. No, I'm just kidding. Lightning. Wasn't that the uh, grid battle force there. backpack that never came to be? Yep. That yep, the, that yeah. That was there. Yeah. And that T-shirt. I think Jason was wearing the T-shirt. The, the Megasword costume was there, too. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. They imported that from Japan. From Toei. Was that the first time that Hasbro did an offsite thing? Uh, Hasbro's been doing offsite stuff for a while. I'm trying to remember. Every year they've been doing offsite stuff because um, mm. they also do offsite for New York Comic Con. San Diego now, I think they're going to start doing offsite stuff too. Like it's just. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, all yeah. the, they, they have their display or whatever, but like anything after that, like um, their press thing or their fan thing or their like pop up shop, all that's now offsite in, in San Diego. Gotcha. Um, I mean, Hasbro Pulse is even at. Um, San Diego has repulse in San Diego. Come here, used to be this huge booth of all their merchandise. You know, you can buy your merchandise there. That's gone. Bondi took that spot. They're like, F you. And they took it. And Sonoma Hasbro just has this little corner. Well, it's not little. I mean, they fit a car in it. So I guess it's not too little, but it felt little. <laughs> it was so crammed this last year. But, but yeah, no, they, they tend to do everything offsite because they don't want to pay money to then have to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because you you have you can't you, you can't have stuff go too high. You can't have stuff up here. But I don't think going forward, I don't think they plan to do big showrooms in Toy Fair. Because in 2020, they had us go into like they had a theater that we went to for the presentation of everything that they did a live stream for. I believe that is not going to happen in the future. That yeah. was in 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've done that for like the last like seven eight years where they have. It was 2019. You guys left and I hung out. <laughs> While with, with you were off at that, and then the next year, Chris left with his uh, is this guy Adam? Is that his name? Alex. Alex and I hung out by myself. I think my one high school buddy was there, so I hung out with him. And then they came back. So yeah, they definitely were offsite both years. But like Mattel didn't even show up this year, so a lot of people are doing offsite stuff or their own stuff. That's what COVID brought us. Is everybody realized? Oh, we could just promote our own stuff for a lot less. <laughs> For a lot less money. Except Hasbro, so. who did it, and then they were like, oh, wait, <laughs> no one came, so we're not going to do that yeah. again. We'll just go back to the shows. I, I did want to shout out Teresa, my wife. She said, happy anniversary, RCPH. And and I want to give a shout out to her because none of this show would be possible 
without her behind the scenes. She's been very gracious in giving me the time to do what I need to do for editing or recording. And, and now, especially with RJ, anytime I've had to record, which I try to schedule after he's asleep or on a weekend where she's going out, but without her support, none of this would be possible without her support behind the scenes. So I love you, babe. And thank you for God. We will have been dating and being together as a couple uh, for 10 years this year. So um, yeah. So after I started Ranger command like that summer, I met Teresa and we've been going ever since. Uh, or for as she said, or Fortnite late nights, <laughs> <laughs> late night Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, we also had another question I saw also from Nightmare. Let me highlight that. She says, From Mega Force to Cosmic Fury, which new season premiere were you most excited for, and which did not live up to expectation? I see the Dino Charge was the one I was probably most excited for. And then the one that did not live up to my expectation, because it was actually worse than my already low expectations, was Super Mega Force. Probably what I would say, too. I'll be honest. I haven't had expectations for Power Rangers in quite some time. That's fair. Yeah, I see what happens and go, all right, that was all right. Mega Force for me was a big letdown. Just the first. It was like, okay, cool. I was really excited for Megaforce and then it was just like, uh, I see where they're going with this. Just like acting wise and just anything in general. Acting? I was just like, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I use that term loosely, but, uh, probably most excited about that, uh, lived up was Dino Fury because, um, I, I started mm-hmm. watching beast morphers as a premiere with my oldest, but Dino Fury, both of my kids, we sat down on a Saturday morning and got to watch, the premiere of that together and that was just so exciting and you know it's their favorite season their favorite team you know the whole thing so that's probably the most memorable one for me for sure i think for me the most memorable was actually dino charge because that theme song released early because of the app and we were all hype for that plus that is the series that Teresa watched with me all the way through so Dino Charge was just really fun. And I know Supercharge, like, I haven't watched it in a while, but I know we were kind of just like, whatever with it. Cause it what happened. Of, yeah. What happened? I mean, we know now, but I think for me, what did not live up to expectation. Yeah. Aside from Super Mega Force, which, and, and Mega Force in general, sure. But I think the one that didn't live up to expectations was no, I think it's Super Mega Force. Beast Morphers, I, I remember being hyped for it just because of like Toy Fair and like, oh man, this is the first like Hasbro series or whatever at the time. Beast Morphers started off really strong. It had a really good premiere. It really did. You and know then- what also started off really strong and went to the crapper straight off? Ninja Steel. I, I mean, <laughs> despite like the I'm the greatest ninja or whatever, I thought the premiere was like when they were all kind of discovering the powers and like I thought that would go in a much different direction. Like I was pretty excited with Brody starting off in space. He was like kind of like an alien refugee. It was and different. I thought it was going to go yeah. in a different direction. And didn't. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I remember exactly where I was when Megaforce because Megaforce premiered on like a Saturday night, didn't it? I, if I remember correctly, I was at a, I was having a party at 
like my house and I left the party to go upstairs and watch the premiere of Megaforce on Nickelodeon. And I was just like, oh, so hype 20th season. This is happening. And then I was just like, all right, I'm going to go back downstairs in like <laughs> 10 minutes in the episode. It might have replayed on like Nick Tunes or Nick Jr. at night or something like that. But it it definitely still had that early morning time slot when it premiered. Because I remember Did being it, uh, I remember being awake for maybe you just partied really late and you don't know it. <laughs> yeah, it you went that. into the next day. You had one heck yeah, of a party must, going on there. Because it was an evening when it premiered. I remember or not. Maybe it was the second showing at night or something because it was like on next is iCarly or whatever. Was on <laughs> ah, yes. Dino, I miss Dino Charge. That was just fun because I remember yeah. really loving Kyoruger and being horrified of what was going to happen. But they had promised us like, hey, we made changes. We brought back Chip Lynn. The theme song's different. You know, everyone knew who Yoshi Sudarso was and they were all excited that he was part of the cast because he had been like a super fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um and then the first like the first episode was a banger. It was completely different than the formula we had gotten for the last, you know, even the last few Disney seasons, excluding RPM. They just gave us two Rangers and that was it. Pink and red. And then the next episode gave us uh, green. And then the next episode, I mean, it was it was great. I loved it. And the theme song was killer. And then, like I said, Beast Morphers, there was a lot of hype going into it. The, the premiere was great, but then it fell into the same trap that it, mm-hmm. Power Rangers always fell into, which was serialized here we go ninja steel i don't remember i just remember hating the theme song a lot ninja you didn't like ninja steel <laughs> no there's some content creators kind of ruined that for me <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll say it i don't care and then what was it dino fury i don't remember i didn't like ryu soldier so I wasn't excited mm. for Dino Fury and the slightest. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So I didn't care. I was like, great, we're going back to dinosaurs. How are they going to F this up? And they effed it up by just not releasing any toys for it. So that was pretty simple. More than Cosmic Fury. <laughs> but Dino Fury actually ended up being like a pretty decent show. But yeah. in my opinion, not until season two, specifically that latter half that premiered on Netflix, because they weren't constrained by the rules of network television at that point. And that's when Power Rangers kind of started feeling kind of cool again. And then Cosmic Fury was, <laughs> you know it was cosmic fury you know it was i don't know what the hype level for it was like i was excited to see it we knew billy was back and then the book was slammed closed. <laughs> <laughs> cool cool coolio yeah. god last line of the last uh, line of power rangers cool yeah. cool coolio somewhere right now coolio's in his grave being like yeah. Yeah. I will share something that's cool. So, me and my kids, I, I keep talking about my kids, but they're my life. So, and this is, we share this together. So, but uh, we did pick up the Power Rangers deck building game this nice. week. I've had it on my shelf for a couple of years, uh, but we opened that up and learned how to play it and have really enjoyed it. And we played some rounds and it was, it's been really fun. So, of course, I decided I'm like, I got to get the expansion. So, I picked it up the uh, powered up to the Zeo the zeo set which is really cool because you can play that standalone uh, yeah from the other game it's not like an expansion where you have to mix and match cards you just open it up and start playing so me and my son played this morning because it came yesterday and we changed the rules up a little bit and we did a king for a day where he was the villain red ranger Uh, tommy and i was the gold ranger we played against each other and uh he ended up winning but uh it was uh, it was a good time, and uh, yeah, been really enjoying that game. Once you get it down, it's pretty easy to play, which is cool, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of back and forth, and the cards are look great, the art's really great, and so if you are looking for something Power Rangery to do, it's uh, definitely pick that up because my son's eight and he picked it up, no problem. So I've got all of the sets for the deck building game and also Renegade games like Heroes of the Grid. I just 
haven't played any of them. Just don't have someone to play. Yeah, I had to stop buying that after a while. I was like, I'm not I did too. With yeah. yeah, I got the first couple. I had to stop buying the uh, the board game, but I have some of this. Yeah. The first four or five of the uh, mine's available. If you're interested, yeah. just DM me. <laughs> Throw a price. <laughs> well, like when it first came out, it was such a great deal because it funded so hard that the amount of free stuff they kept throwing in. You're like, well, I'd be losing money not buying it. Seriously, so then, yeah, like right. this, you'd be this crazy. Box that. comes to your house, and you're like, my god, <laughs> yeah. it's so overwhelming. It's and then, box. like, they do it another set, and it's like twenty bucks. You're like, okay. Then they do another set, it's like twenty bucks. You're like, okay. Then the next thing you know, you're like, this is not going to stop. And I don't eight hundred dollars. I haven't deep touched any I haven't of it. So it. yeah, why? I've six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars worth of that stuff sitting unopened in my garage. Basement for me, but same. Uh, from Teresa, for you, what is or are the worst villain or villains ever? in power rangers hasbro <laughs> boom <laughs> end the stream good night everybody where's my bracelet <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> is that a spoiler <laughs> it is but that's what i knew it was like i, oh, okay. I was waiting to hasbro, see because like no one had said anything and then i think they sent mine back to to him i think because the insufficient postage it was a whole debacle but everyone's like do you want us to finally tell you what it is i'm like I would bet money I already know what it is, but and then I was right. So there you go. <laughs> it's it's currently on my um Q Ranger, the Cerebrus, a Qton Megazord. <laughs> nice. A toy that will never come out ever in the US. So five year rumor. I guess the Cobra Kai figure if you're at Target. The Cobra Kai Power Ranger. Oh, oh the Cobra Kai uh uh Pink Ranger. <laughs> I don't know. My target had like a a wild fury, no wild forest shark for the longest time. Oh yeah, I he saw that. It, hanging out, I picked that up at Burlington for three dollars. Yes, I think yeah. I paid six for mine, but yeah, because I went. I like especially around Christmas time, all those Burlington. stores get like a huge <laughs> intake of stuff, and so I was there, and that, that was the only one they had, but they had twenty of it. It was just <laughs> wild forest <laughs> blue shark, and I was like, okay, and it was six bucks. I'm like. That is the price I want to pay for that. Yeah, absolutely. I actually picked up two of the Cobra Kai figures. I found a Target and they had two of those. I think I got Miguel and um, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, I got I got Miguel and Johnny. And it was literally they were like eight bucks a figure at Target. They were in the clearance. And I'm like, that's the price I would pay for. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't pay full price for one of those. I think the first two I ended up paying like $12 or whatever half price was. And then by the time I got the other three, I was eight bucks. And I honestly, at that point I got them more because they were Cobra Kai than they were Power Rangers. The disappointing thing to, to realize is back when we could look at Hasbro Pulse's the website, their Shopify code, because it was forward facing on the, the, the page source. So you could actually see like what their cutoff number was for pre-orders and everything like that. You could actually see what the pre-order numbers were. Those Street Fighter Lightning Collection figures were like the best selling Lightning Collection figures. Like they That's outsold, funny. they outsold because that was the same wave that Dino Fury Green was uh, coming out in as they announced mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ryu and Chun-Li. They outsold her like three to one. Wow. Available yeah. at any GameStop you go to right now. Right now, they're still there. Just go <laughs> check them out. <laughs> they're still $30, though. So get ready. Oh, Beast Morphers Yellow. That's a Oh, yeah. I did see that one there. I still need never, that one. Yeah, I still don't have that well, one. Either. I don't know if I want one because who knows if they're ever going to do anything with it. But I got the figure. I'm good.
I actually got an email today from Hasbro Pulse. It's like, hey, we miss you. Where are you at? I'm like, well, you're not selling anything I want. <laughs> they sell Transformers, Eric. They're not selling anything I want. <laughs> Transformers are so good. Just buy them instead. I agree. But yeah, I bought the I bought the Ryu and Chun Li ones when they were on sale Do one it. time, Do mostly it. because Jada is doing a line, and I wanted to have like Ryu unmorphed and morphed to, to put next to each other. Dude, the, the Jada figures are amazing, by the way. If you're sleeping on them, you should. But then the Ken and the Cami ones look so bad. I was like, <laughs> I can't. I'm out. I'll just stick with the two. Raheem asked, "What would y'all like to see from Power Rangers if it returns?" A reboot. At this point. I don't need it to. I mean, not to be harsh or mean, but sure. I I don't need it to. So I what I'll see what they come up with, and I'll check it out when it comes out. And if it's cool, I'll enjoy it and throw money at it. But I think I'm going to echo Mason. I want to see a reboot, and mm-hmm. I'll be realistic, and I won't go down this huge rabbit hole because I I've thought about making like my own video discussing like exactly how I think Power Rangers should and could come back successfully. But I think number one, I think it needs to go animated. Yeah, I would be down for a cartoon. I think it needs yeah. to be animated, young adult animation, like animated for young adults, not little kids. Don't this, this ain't PJ Masks. Do it, young adult. You're probably gonna have to go Mighty Morphin themed. I'm sorry, but that's just how business works. It's the most successful selling to this day. It continues to outsell <clears throat> every other line. Yeah, and they've got a great story they can run off of. You have mm-hmm. you, all the iconic characters. Yes, and. Because I I will always sit there and argue my pitch. Take X Men Evolution, right? You all watched X Men Evolution, right? It took the same characters you knew from X Men, it tweaked them up. Right now they're in high school. There's villain. The villains are in high school too. Yes, it seems kiddish, but you know what? It worked, and it actually got a cult <laughs> following. Goldar's in class with us. Oh man! Well, no, <laughs> I'm trying you don't have to, to do that. Goldar, but come on. But I I, I know I've, I've said this on Twitter like for the last two years. But I mean, yeah. you could do something as simple as you got the the core six in school or whatever, and then oh hey, uh, there's this new kid. His name's Tyler. You know, and then he just magically something happens and he finds something and he turns into the Dino Charge Road Ranger. Now you have the Dino Charge Road Ranger uh, guest starring in an episode. You can incorporate all that into a toy line for kids or you can even do collectors, whatever. And you can just forge your own universe as opposed to having to use this stigma and the stranglehold that live action and that previous universe has created in terms of a timeline. Mm hmm. Plus, I feel like with animated, it'd be easier for them to tweak the suits a little bit or something. Like, you could still be the core, but like like you said with the X-Men, they always tweak the suits a little bit. So it's not just exactly the same thing over and over again. They play with it and or use a different you know costume a little bit. And you don't have to rely on explosions and Sentai footage and getting the costumes in and all these logistical right. nightmares and signing union yeah. contracts and blah, blah. You can literally just have animation. You want to go sag after for your voice actors? Cool. If you don't, okay, whatever. That's what we expect from cheap companies. So you don't have to rely on someone's physical appearance to continue to be that character five years right. from now. Now you can get any one of us. We could do a voice actor for it real easily. And there you go. You know, I just I think that's the smartest move. Plus, you could have any like villain you wanted to. Well, you could. And people will sit there and argue like, oh, you know, live action is what makes Tokusatsu great. Well, that's cool. But look at like the Marvel movies, right? The Marvel movies are the Mm -hmm. only real live action take on those characters. Yes, you have some random shows that have tried to come out every now and then that never seem to stick on, on actual network television. But for the most part, they were comic books, they were cartoons, and then they were blockbuster movies. 
So yeah. Power Rangers. I mean, CW did some good stuff with DC for a good stretch, and that was that is connected. that is true. Mm-hmm. But and that was when DC wasn't doing anything in the in the movie side. Like they were just and still like, isn't. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but and that's that's the point I want to try to make. It's, it's with animation yeah. you can recreate things, and because I think maybe that's maybe one reason why the Power Rangers 2017 movie didn't stick. It just felt like a yeah. bigger version of the TV show that no one was watching. Yeah. Ben in the chat asks, "Would you want it to be CGI animation, or was is there another type of animation style? If, if they can do the CGI like the um, TMNT from like 2016." Mm-hmm. If they could mm-hmm. do that style, yeah, yeah, I'm down with it. If you do animation, I want I want He-Man Revolution and all that kind of stuff type animation. If it's going to be actual cell animation, yeah, I don't yeah. care either way as long as it looks good. But the other yeah. thing is, if you do an animation, you could have them team up with GI Joe or Transformers or any of the other properties that you have. I mean, think about like a Megazord and Optimus Prime teaming up against some Decepticons. Like you could draw that. It's very that'd easy be crazy. To draw that and yeah. hey, wouldn't that be it. crazy if they need to? Power Rangers got to form a Megazord, and oh, what? Here's five dinosaurs just kind of chilling right here. It's- yeah, Hassan makes a good point about the what if <laughs> animation. You know, it it's yeah. got some really cool yeah yeah vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. What if would be amazing because it's that CGI, but it looks yeah yeah kind of that cell shaded. Toy wise, real quick too. Like, let's just talk toy wise. Like, if the Lightning Collection comes back, I want it to get the GI Joe classified treatment. Yeah, in the sense that. They are focused on, and I, I've said this before, but like at San Diego Comic Con, when they talk about their their panels, they're like their their motto when they design these figures and what's coming with these figures is fun to play, fun to display. It's got to be something yeah. that's fun to play with, and also something that's really fun to display as a collector. Power Rangers felt so cookie cutter. Like here's your figure, here's a random blast effect that may or may not plug into whatever weapon that we're <laughs> choosing to include with it. Here's a head that kind of looks like the actor and a pair of hands. Have fun. I don't want that anymore. I don't want blast effects. Or if you're going to give me a blast effect, give me a freaking background explosion. Cause that's really the only blast effect that matters in power Rangers. But right. I don't necessarily need all their weapons, but give me, if it's part of their suit, give me that and give me their like iconic weapon. And that's all I need. I don't even need a civilian head because I'll be honest. I'm sitting here. The only ones I have displayed with a civilian head is dino charge because I have the cure Ruger figure arts behind them. <laughs> but if I didn't have the figure arts, they'd all have their helmets on because I don't want to see those, yeah. those mugs. No offense. I throw them in a bin and never look at them again. I could not care less. And I want the body type that they did with turbo red. Cause I thought turbo red, they finally oh. got like the shoulders perfect. So the arms don't sit like this. You can actually have the arms mm-hmm. down. Yeah. yeah Give true. me that body type. Good articulation. I need paint apps. The suits are what make the iconic consistency. That's yeah. all I wanted well, from like I want consistency, but I want if you're going to spend any amount of money on a figure, I want the suit to be correct. I want yeah. the lines correct because that is what is iconic about each Power Ranger is the way they look. The suit is what makes it. You don't think of it like a um, like Marvel Legends, right? All those characters, it's the suit they're in that makes the character, right? You can get mm-hmm. 65 different Wolverines, but it's the suit he's wearing that yeah. is the reason people buy it. You have to take that same approach with Power Rangers. This cookie cutter yeah. like, oh, well. Oh, we need to cut some paint, so let's just not paint the back of this figure. Uh, I'm talking about yeah. you, Omega Ranger. Let's just not um, let's not paint the lines on Dino Thunder white. Let's uh, just skip the paint apps on Dino Charge Gold's neck. No, you got to get all those paint apps right, and that's what gets me back in the line. You just restart the Lightning Collection, and give me blast effects and crap. I'm I'm probably out. I'm not going to start yeah. buying it again. Not for twenty five to thirty dollars a figure. 
Yeah, especially because by then you'll have easily moved on to something else yeah. and you don't care anymore. Again, you have to compare it to like a G.I. Joe classified figure. And I could I could pull one up here somewhere. I'm sure I have a pilot. Yeah, they have a, a gun on the hip. They have a backpack with two blasters, a couple of clips, a knife Some on the knives. other leg. And it's yeah. like, but you can't give me a sword and a gun with a Power <laughs> Ranger when it's the same price. For $35, you could have bought the Arctic Wolf uh, Snow Serpent Cobra Trooper, mm-hmm. right? $35, the price of a deluxe, essentially, right? The deluxe yeah. price went $33.99, whatever. That thing came with a backpack. It came with snowshoes. It came with a snowboard. It came with a hat. It came with goggles. It came yeah, with like a, a fur cowl you could put yeah. over him. It came with a, two guns, knives, places to put them all in the figure. Or you could buy uh, Lucas the Time Force Blue Ranger in three pieces with a motorcycle that isn't even accurate. <laughs> the one I got on cheap had his leg fall off. I mean, it's I was ridiculous. surprised. I bought one from Deep Discounter somewhere for 15 bucks, and I didn't open it for like a year. And then I finally opened it, and I was like, it seems to be okay. Like, I don't want to nudge it too much, but it seems all right. <laughs> And everyone's different. Like five year rumor says, well, he has his figures despite the heads on. That, that's cool. Everybody's different. Like if the civilian that's head Adam, is Adam, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a weird name. But that is yeah. a weird name. Change your name. I don't like it. But that's my one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. So and on this name, so it's different. I don't. I don't like it. But I mean, if if it's important to people, then then find out what's important and do it. But I think we can all mm-hmm. agree that uh, blast effects are just worthless. But at the same point, like I. I was kind of informed that the reason they include blast effects is because it allowed them to keep the price point at where it was at because it filled out uh, the weight requirements on the package. Oh, wow. So you, you fill it in then that way you make your accessory count where it needs to be to fill it in rather than produce another set of hands. I would have taken extra set of hands over blast effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just annoying at this point. Yeah. I mean, if you remember wave one compared to the final wave, I mean, wave one, what I think uh, dino charge red came with like three sets of hands all like painted and came with a sword, his gun, the head, a blast effect. It was great for $19.99. I was like, hell yeah. Now for $25, you get half of that. And maybe, maybe the figure doesn't break when you go to bend an arm. Maybe. And I loved like Shadow Ranger, just the fact that they had, they made a civilian head for him and a neck piece to yeah. like complete the, the detail. look. I, yeah. The detail is crazy. And that's yeah, why you're I lucky he was in got, like, one of those figures. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. If, if he's a wave two, he's getting the ASJ treatment. When's he going to jail? No. <laughs> uh, May. May is his, uh, well, sorry. That's his court hearing. Then he'll court have hearing, to be yeah. arraigned and stuff like that after that. But If they were to reboot it, Power Rangers, I think that, like, what I would want to see in a reboot, I mean, I, I kind of have to agree with Chris. It's like he, nothing is going to be successful as, like, a cultural type of reboot and get people talking about it if it's not somehow based around Mighty Morphin. Yeah. It just plays in the nostalgia. Yeah. And, you know, they've got to do something to build new fans, too. So, like, I've even tossed out the idea of, like, make a PJ Masks type show, which whatever if but that would bring kids to the to the brand. But like even like we're talking about with this animated situation, that would also bring kids, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, they're always looking for new shows to watch, you know, animated shows to watch and they're finding some obscure stuff. I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know that existed. So it's one of those things where they just got to they can't keep doing what they've been doing. Maybe copy what Mattel's doing. I mean, He-Man has failed at every attempt to have an actual network television show. So they've just went ahead and accepted that they're just going to do a Netflix five episode series once every nine months. 
and then they'll yeah. release some toys for two for you know uh two waves of toys uh, for is. that series and then you're done and then you move on to the next i'm like maybe that is the future that needs to happen crossover with ninja turtles <laughs> yeah i was about to say what is ninja turtles the model ninja turtles has done this year with that new movie you know they went oh, animated yeah. with it it was a hit the toys weren't breaking the bank. They had a lot of toys for it, still do. <laughs> and then they're coming out with an animated series in April based on the show. It's kind of like a bridge mm. between movies. Yeah, Playmates really excels. Like they tried to do bigger figures to compete with like the six inch market, and they just don't do those well. But they can give you a $10 five inch figure that is phenomenal every time. <laughs> and that is yeah. their that's their bread and butter, and they nail it. If Shadow Ranger came out in 2023, he would have had the face of a pug. <laughs> they would have just found some other dog that they had on file it would have been like the shadow or a uh, snake eyes dog they would have just been like oh, that's the head that's it that's that's from josh moore of shadow ranger came out in 2023 he would have had the japanese doggy head sculpt nightmare had a great question we know eric's favorite is shadow ranger and chris is the gold ranger uh but mason and chris long who is your top favorite power ranger i don't really have a favorite like character but as far as the suits i really love the japanese version of the dragon ranger suit not party city puffy shield but the actual you know cut gold dragon ranger from g ranger and i really like the go on suits yeah go on gold is one of my favorites that shiny shiny gold i mean really all the go under suits are great yeah my go-to has always been titanium ranger mm, so it's criminal they never made that figure by the way yeah, I was surprised that wasn't one of the first ones they did, honestly. Yeah. I'll always be kind of miffed that Jen Scott's Time Force paint. Another one, yeah. We got Lucas. Like, what's going on here? Hey, you guys. Know, like, <laughs> let's make sure we get those scummy actors released first. That way we can focus later on. That's why they gave him a motorcycle, so he could just come by, get your money for the order, and drive <laughs> off into the sunset. No, that's his other fan film that he's doing. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> Teresa said, if the 2017 PR movie ever was to come back for a sequel, I'd like to watch part two and see the Green Ranger that they tease at the end. I think all of us were kind of down for that. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the other six movies that I was promised. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Saban told me that was going to be a seven movie franchise. So. As he was signing the deal to sell it yeah. to Hasbro. <laughs> Seven movies. It's, it's almost he's like, yeah, we're gonna make seven movies out of it, and then he got the uh, the early audience feedback. He was like, uh, hey Brian, <laughs> yeah, somebody Let's lost a the deal. golf game and Hasbro owns Power Rangers. <laughs> hey Adam, thanks for joining the live stream. Uh, really appreciate okay, it, man. Drive safe since you were a target. I'm assuming you're driving home. So, where's Tyler MC? You got a game for us? <laughs> <laughs> he pops into the Podfather. He's like, guys, hey, guys, my boys. 10 years, Eric. 10 years. I really can't believe it. I mean, it's just been a crazy decade. What's your favorite episode you've done? Oh, man. I already know mine, so. I think the favorite episode that I've ever done in terms of from a production standpoint was the 100th episode when we literally got every single like guest host at that time to like do a morph call and participate in the huge big skit that we did. Uh, I don't think we did another skit after that or did very few. And it was just such a great celebration just to create a story with my friends and try to get everyone involved and participate in sound files just from a putting together an editing standpoint. It was a lot of fun for me to do that one. 
I really, really enjoyed way back in the day. I'm dating this now. Um, about 10 years ago was our, our two part episode, the common writer Gaim. Oh yeah. Yeah. The let's talk Ranger command or talking Ranger command power hour, Toku crossover, whatever yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh my God. That was the first skit we did. And I remember, and you have to remember technology has changed in the 10 years, right? So back then it was a search to find sound files that were decent that didn't sound like it was a toy up to a microphone like (laughs) now people use ai to isolate audio and stuff and you can do it no problem but 10 years ago that wasn't a thing but i remember you and i eric we spent hours and hours Hours. talking to each other and laughing and sending each other 10 second clips we'd put together and busting up laughing over the stuff we were making like Mm -hmm. to me that was that was the last time i had fun like real fun podcasting which would be about the last time i did a podcast on my own that wasn't dad's dorks but that was a blast, and I think that also ruined me for podcast editing after that because I was like, oh, "I'm so tired." But no, all all the skits we did, like anytime I got to help, like the production side of it, like that was that yeah. was fun. Like I crack up. Like I have those episodes still. So I actually found all the files that everybody sent me. Yeah, like the, just the raw files. I found them. I'm like, oh, that's on that Google Drive. Oh, okay. Chris Long Mason, do you have any favorite, like just from a listener or one that you've been in? Listening to my son give his comic review is probably like the biggest highlight. And that was more recent, but I've been a listener to the show for a long time. All the skits you guys have done, all that work you put in in those days, which, you know, life changes. So I'm not trying to shade you or anything. No, no, no. That was something really fun and enjoyable to listen to. That's been good. But and then just getting to be on the show for the first time, getting to talk some Dino Fury with you guys and all that was a bit that was a cool moment. And but more than anything, my son reading the comics with me from like a tiny little baby getting to be on the show and give like a really personal thought on the Mm -hmm. book, you know, on a controversial book that from his viewpoint, you know, it was, it was just really cool. Yeah. I just got to thank you, Mason, for being a supporter all that time. And also both Chris's, I mean, you guys have been my friends for ages and all the times you guys have, have guested or been a part of it. It really helps because I love that part of podcasting, the collaboration part and, you know, just being able to hang out with friends and just talk about, you know, the geeky things that we love. And that's really all that my whole goal has been with, with Ranger command is just like, let's talk power Rangers and have fun while doing it. Absolutely. Now there's nothing to talk about (laughs) except the comics. There's so many good things. Transformers is great. I meant Power Rangers. (laughs) Transformers. Dude, I'll talk Transformers. Ask Mason. I'll talk Transformers. I'll talk. Yeah, let's go. My kids have really been into the uh, Korean show Mini Force recently. So we. Oh my god. (laughs) Or actually, they've been in that for a while. Didn't we discover that all together one night? Yeah. (laughs) We're like, oh my god! They're they're literally using like these 3D animated animals, and they're using like. It's essentially Power Rangers. Yeah, and then I saw what was the last Sentai, uh, not the recent one, but there was the little guy on the last Sentai. I'm like he looks like a mini force character. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Don Brothers. Don oh, yeah, Don Brothers. Oh, sorry, Chris. Did you have like a favorite moment? Favorite Ranger Command. Oh, um, I'll probably say the the episode 100 because that was fun trying to pick like what Ranger. It was funny because you were like, you have to pick a Power Ranger. I'm like, okay, and then. Chris is like, we're going to be common riders. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That's not fair. I want to be common rider. They're like, we know we're going to put that in as a joke. And I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was fun doing that. And just honestly, just being on it anytime is fun. It's always a good time. 
Tyler said you also stay away from petty fandom drama unless it's actually important, which I appreciate. Absolutely. Oh, we can change that real quick. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we could. <laughs> oh my gosh. Any questions you guys have for me? <laughs> we'll we'll kind of wrap it up. So um, when are you ending the podcast? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> when you started 10 years ago, did you think one, you would be still doing it 10 years later? I don't. Now, I know we all hope, like, I hope this is successful and it takes off and I can do this forever. Yeah, but yeah. did you actually have a realistic thought? Like, man, 10 years from now, I'm going to still be doing this. And obviously I'm not going to ask you, did you think it would be like it is right now? Cause obviously, no, you didn't think it was going to be like it right. is right now. But uh, I'm just curious, like when you started this, in your wildest dreams, did you imagine all the things that you've been able to do because of it? But and then on top of it, still be doing it 10 years later. No, I mean, from all of the all of the stuff that I got to do because of the podcast, I, I didn't think it would ever take off the way it did. Even getting the show numbers when I ever do get them, I'm always surprised at when the numbers come in and how many people actually listen. And 10 years in, you know, I didn't think like I'd keep going like that. And it's been difficult. And I'll, I'll kind of answer um, Tyler's question, Tyler Bozetsky's question about, you know, the future Ranger Command. Like 10 years ago when I started this, I didn't think it would go a decade because sometimes projects just come and go and doing a decade of podcasting and pretty consistently it, it's been a ton of work and you know maintaining a site and doing all that work myself and you know editing and all that stuff and having help from here and there and people doing guest editorials and all that stuff and coming into the show and guesting and bringing my friends into it has been a really great experience. And I've met so many people because of the podcast, but no, did I ever think I would go to an LA movie premiere for power Rangers? No, I, I never thought cool. that would happen. Yeah. Did I ever think that, you know, I would meet some of the people I've met because of the podcast? No. Did I ever think that having a kid go to C2E2 specifically, like his parent take him to C2E2 because he knew I was going to be there to tell me, hey, I really love your podcast. And I don't expect those kind of things. And it's always a surprise if someone just happens to, I, I've had it a couple of times or even locally, someone will recognize me from the podcast. I'm like, that's crazy and kind of a little scary. Yeah, I was at I was at GameStop. I've told you that story before, but yeah. the guy there was like, I was buying the Zap Megazord, and he's like, "Oh, do you do you listen to any podcasts?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And he was like, "Ranger Command Power Hour is a great Power Rangers podcast." And I was like, "Yeah, I've been on it before." You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we nerded out about that a little bit, and he was like, "Oh, that's so cool," you know. So yeah, people listen and enjoy it, and you can tell when somebody works really hard to make a production and make something for everybody. Yeah too and you've done such a good job and that's why you've had staying power you know because mm -hmm. if you weren't doing that kind of stuff brands wouldn't want to reach out to you the comic book writer wouldn't want to reach out to you and be like hey i want to talk about this with you on a yeah. regular basis yeah i was so. gonna say what, what are the odds of because i know it does not happen hardly at all where a comic book anyone involved in a comic book is like they reach out to you hey can i let's do an episode you know normally yeah you have to bang down the door and annoy a rep, a PR rep at a company to get it set up, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you've got to a point where they're they're hitting you up, being like, yo, when are we going to talk again? When are we going to sit down? And I think that speaks to, like Mason said, speaks to the quality of the production you put out. And I give you a thousand props for keeping your podcast completely, totally family-friendly for 10 years, because Absolutely. it's yeah. really easy to fall into the trap of 
hanging out with friends and just talking like you normally talk, not paying any attention to who might be listening. And I think that's why, especially parents who have kids who like Power Rangers, and so they kind of get into Power Rangers a little bit to kind of keep into it. I think that's why you see that you have young listeners. And I think it's really important. That's what kind of stayed with me listening to the show is being Mm -hmm. able to like, I know I can throw this on in the car with my kids at a very young age and listen and not have to worry about, oh, oh, snap, I didn't bleep that out or whatever. You know, like it was, it's always been such a good family-friendly production. And I can't say that enough. I think that's, you know, what I've always tried to do, like even on the social media accounts, like any followers that are, you know, porn bots or like anything like that. It's just like, I don't want that crap following the podcast account because you never know like who's on Twitter what age they are. I mean, there's no age verification on, on you've Twitter. done a very good job of making sure. Cause it's, it's hard to do, especially when, mm-hmm. when you have, I mean, speaking from my own experience, like when you have a, a website or a, a podcast account that is mm-hmm. larger than your personal account, it can be very tempting to be like, well, I'm just going to start interacting on this larger account because there's more engagement, you know, you get seen right. or whatever. And it takes a lot of practice. And, and on my part, it's just, complete ignorance i don't i barely log onto the token nation account like it's all set to auto i'll log in every so and then you know now and then uh to do something i'm like oh crap i have dms from like six months ago i have never seen but you've always kept the social media incredibly professional which i think is also a big step because you know a lot of other people out there in the past have used their podcast or their website account or whatever um to express personal feelings or personal opinions of the person behind it versus mm-hmm that's their choice. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I do want to commend you for deciding that, you know what, this is going to be strictly for promoting power Rangers and the podcast. It's not going to be to talk about today. I had, I I had a big poop. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for, for not discussing your bowel movements on Ranger command power hour, social media. Yeah. If you want to see that, you go to at Eric daily poop. (laughs) (laughs) And you can get all the updates. Don't look that up. I'm looking that up right now. Check that Instagram. No. <laughs> Daily poop. No, I think you t- putting the focus on leading the negativity it's and the, available. you know, the bots and all that kind of garbage that comes along with the internet uh, yeah. too has been. I mean, really- Eric sure to check them out on his personal one later, but he's like, yeah, <laughs> right. Get off of the podcast. <laughs> Go to that one. No, leave all your, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Josh Moore said ease of accessibility is hard to master. Absolutely. I say RCPH has done that admirably. Thank you for that, Josh. But to go back to to Tyler's uh, question, you know, the future of Ranger Command, there's still the comics going on. We're getting the comic squad back together. I want to make that more frequent, you know, just in terms of like staying up to date with the comics. And and we're close to getting, and I know Ben Ben was in the chat, but he, ju- he even said, Mason, we got to get you on and your son on for a comics episode. I think that'd be cool if your son had like a live podcast. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> might be a little movie. bit for him, sure, but, sure. Uh, but I definitely want it. Would love to talk some comics with you guys for sure. Yeah, for sure. So the the comics are still going on. I, I'm still gonna talk with Melissa Ryan, reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, I really want me and Rachel to be on this podcast talking about Morphin Masters." I'm like, "Heck yeah, yeah <laughs> let's do so it!" Cool. I can't wait to listen to that. Also, like Rangers around the world, I know I kind of teased that a, a few months ago, but you know, just life has happened. October from December was just a nightmare for me personally. 
So I, I've got a lot of cool people lined up for, for that. So I, I really want to focus on, you know, finishing that series and, and doing that. And then if any news pops up, sure, I'll, I'll come back and, and reboot it. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like, look, Power Rangers is for all, intents and, yeah, yeah. for all intents and purposes, it's dead right now. Like they'll yeah. say hiatus, but it's dead. There's all those rumors about Entwistle Project. We've been hearing those for like five years. It, yeah. It's not happening right now. And really, like the the news you'll see on Ranger Command, it's mostly comic based because Battle for the Grid is dead. Legacy Wars, I think they stripped their entire team because they don't have a press person. At least I haven't had contact with one in three years. It's like one designer, you know, just shelling so they can make money. There's a Power Morphicon coming up, and we've got C2E2 coming up. So I'm definitely going to do a C2E2 episode. Teresa and I got press for that. So I still have stuff coming out for Ranger Command this year. and But, you know, there's nothing really regular to talk about about Power Rangers unless I start digging into to past content. And, you know, I'll be honest, like the Ranger Danger guys got that covered. They're even taking a break they're from Power Rangers for a year. Yeah. They're, they're doing Tokuger for the next year, which I was kind of like, oh, shoot, I really wanted to get SPD. But now they're doing SPD in 2025, the year that the show was. Cool. <laughs> so that, that'll be a lot of fun. Personally, I definitely want to get, you know, to kind of fill that Power Rangers need to go back to Super Sentai because like, I have not been a regular watcher in years. And I used to be, you know, if Power Rangers isn't doing anything, like Japan is still pumping out these shows. As much as I hate the helmets for uh, Boom Boonger or whatever, I, I think that show is going to be a lot of fun. And so I want to get into that, but at the same time, I'm not going to make Ranger command a Sentai podcast, you know, cause that's yeah. not what it is. So there's your answer for the future of Ranger command. Let's talk like- Toku 2025 <laughs> starring tricky. B- <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things where, you know, I think you're, you do a really good job of putting out content well enough to keep it alive. And if mm-hmm. it does, like you, like we talked, we're entering the dark ages of power Rangers. We haven't had this big of a break in never a long had a time. Break. We've never had a break. Yeah. There was kind of the one revamp, like the 2010. The, yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. But like, even that we still do toys. At that, least, you know, yeah. it took a lot of effort to do what they did with that, you know, and now mm. it's just, this is the dark age. They're uh, cutting everybody and moving on, you know, kind of thing. So it's either somebody picks it up and does something with it from Hasbro or Hasbro says, okay, we're going to move. We need to do something with it. Cause it can't just be dead money. You know, <laughs> once again, Saban will buy it back for pennies. I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, that guy knows how to make something profitable, sell it and then buy it yeah. back for a nickel and then rinse and repeat. I mean, that's crazy. Mir said, I'm, I'm so excited for Rangers around the world. I am too. And, um, I want to give geek with Chris credit for coming up with that idea and kind of behind the scenes. And we were talking, it's like kind of what I, what do I want to do with this? And him reminding me that hey, you do a really good job with those Ranger Nation spotlights. And I'm like, cool. And so, you know, taking it kind of global and talking to more international fans and getting their perspective of like, what was Power Rangers like in your country? Like, how did they roll it out? Like, what was that? So definitely look out for uh, the one with Hurricane Gold, the the premiere for that series, that mini series I'm doing, because it was a lot of fun to talk with him and kind of see across the pond or whatever that fandom and, you know, how they aired episodes differently or what was cut or 
you know, accessibility of the toys or DVDs and stuff. Cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mir also said, thank you for being one of the few podcasts that's Ranger focused for fans like me that don't know much about Sentai. And then I know this break is very different from what we're used to, but I'm excited for any and all RCPH episodes that I'll release in that time. And thank you. And, you know, I've, I've done breaks before where it's like, whether it was like getting married to Teresa or having <laughs> my first kid, we've taken breaks here and there, but, you know, to see that people are there no matter when you come back uh, for their support is, is really cool. And I couldn't be more appreciative of, you know, all the listeners and everyone who takes the time to in, engage with the podcast. So I appreciate it. Oh, you know what? I just thought of something. This is a little bit off topic, but Power Rangers technically does still exist. It's just like Toys R Us. It only exists in Asia. <laughs> That's right. We were getting, uh, what is it? Power Rangers. What are they calling it? Power Rangers. Uh, King Force or King, King Force. Force. like King Force. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. Power Rangers exists in Korea. Uh, if you want to. So watch. I'll watch the Korean version of Sentai. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then import the toys because it'll have that old Bondi logo. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Raheem said, do you guys know anything about who has the rights to VR troopers or Beetleborgs? I. Um, I, I can answer that question to an extent. So when David Clark was still at Bondi with Team Comrade, he's now at Jazz Wars, but when he was still there and Bondi Japan was like, hey, we're going to mm-hmm. release uh, the Memorial Edition, uh, the, the, the Morpher for the Blue Beetle guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was I hit him up. I was like, dude, you should try to get that over here. Like there's Metal Hero fans and Big Bad Beetleborg fans like that would actually probably sell pretty well if you could get over here. He was like, bet let's let's see what happens so he put he tried to push it through and it got it he got approval all the way through until it got to legal and uh legal said hasbro shut it down so the answer to that question uh-huh. is hasbro has the the rights oh, okay okay interesting that makes sense yeah because i mean sense. that that deal was pretty <laughs> just inclusive right like they pretty much got whatever saban had so it's it's gotcha. whatever deal saban made with toai it's like it's like the rights for distribution of the mm-hmm. show are forever entitled to whoever owns that license in this country. So they will never be able to release. Now it, it depends. Cause I don't know if like, we don't know if Hasbro like kept that deal going forward. So it's like every new right. Sentai is part of it or not, but anything they bought footage for, they have the rights to Japan can never release that here. And then because of the way that I guess the deal is structured, that means you can't release toys of the product here without mm. it being a Hasbro approved or whatever. So I was say, I guess if, if you made a deal and gave them a cut and they approved it, you could, but they're not going to yeah, go but, through all that. Yeah. Then no, of course not. But there is always the possibility now that power Rangers could come back. Hasbro could license it off to Bondi. And now Bondi <laughs> could make power Ranger toys again. That is a possibility. Oh, and yeah, they might true. be open to it because that's just easy money for Hasbro at that point. It's just a shame because like, so Saban sold his whole like Saban brands thing to Disney. And then, Someone just took a handful of that and threw it back to Saban and a lot of stuff fell through the cracks because <laughs> yeah. like like Mystic Knights is just gone and like oh. uh um car robots is just I gone. did have someone do research on that. So apparently with that one, the rights transferred back to the Ireland company that shot oh. the shot the thing, and that company was privately owned by a family, and that company went under. And then, like, the family died. So, 
technically so you public argue, domain. Technically, <laughs> technically, Mystic Knights, you could argue, is public domain. Technically. Nice. Wow. All right. Disco Tech or Shout or somebody. That company went out of business. There's no way to get masters. There's no way to do anything like that. So it will technically be the masters lost. are on YouTube. <laughs> you can watch That's them true. anytime you want. <laughs> but like the actual, like to get like Blu-rays or anything like that, like yeah, that, right. that will that will never happen. That'll be considered lost media at this point. Except that it's on YouTube. Are there masters? Because I've I've seen like the the crappy encodes from like Fox Kids. There are definitely those, but then yeah. somebody said like I guess a uh, some set was released in Germany at some point. But I think still... it's on Internet Internet Archive, the public domain place. Yeah, somewhere in Europe got a, a physical release at some point. So it's still the show that in English, but I guess it had subtitles. I don't think it was a dub, mm-hmm. and so they were able to take that and and put them on YouTube. But also like rid. Uh, 2001 like please i don't know who owns that i guess disney still but they don't care i can tell you not to take this completely off topic but i can tell you when we were at san diego we brought that up in like a private off the Mm. record conversation and they had no idea that that was the case but that was talking to marketing and design and so they were going to talk to franchise when they got back to the office to find out what's going on with that because we're like who owns that is that disney is that do you guys own it now you just don't realize it I was going to say, at a certain point, would there be like a, they haven't used it in so long that it would revert kind of a clause? I mean, don't most of those. That's why Sony keeps blasting out Spider-Man crap. The only reason they own G1 or whatever is because they went and bought the Sunbow library. Oh, okay. I mean, they, they did that back in like 2008 or something like that, but I don't know. Just one day, the like, car robots just pops up on Disney Plus. You're like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? <laughs> God. Let's go. <laughs> I think that is it uh, for the anniversary live stream. I said, I'm not going to go two hours, and here we are. are. (laughs) Technically, you haven't yet. If you can get this done in 10 minutes, you're still (laughs) under two hours. But no, I I appreciate everyone who, you know, takes a a Saturday night to listen to these live shows or whenever we do these. So really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for doing this super last minute. Thanks for bearing with me because <laughs> I, I really had no idea what I was going to do for this episode. I, it's just not been much of a priority for me. And that's not to say that, you know, I'm never doing a Ranger Command again or whatever, because I am. I mean, there's plans, there's still stuff going forward, but things have changed with like my job and you know, I I've got family stuff I'm taking care of and it's just life. And I wish content creation was a full-time job. And I, I got the salary that I currently have now, if, if I could just live and make podcasts or, you know, videos or whatever, I'd totally be doing that. But uh, the reality is I, I can't. <laughs> it pays nothing. I'm going to predict your future for you. Are you ready? And you'll agree with me. This is how it works. This is how life gets you. It's going to be like, we'll say like July, August of this year. You're going to be like, all right, everything I need to get out is out. We don't know what the future of the comics are. We don't know how long the comics will last. Sure. Maybe, the, maybe the comics are taking a break. We don't know. I'm just throwing out. I don't know. They're just openly speculating. So maybe Eric's like, all right, it's, it's mid-July. He's like, all right, that's the last episode in the can. I guess uh, that's about it. And then Hasbro at San Diego would be like, Power Rangers is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> And whistle trailer and all new, yeah, all new special and all new season, all new, all new season, toys. all new toys. And Eric will be like, just a loud bleep, you know, like <laughs> because that's how it works. When you finally made the decision, like, okay, this is yeah. it. I'm, I'm divorcing myself from the commitment. It is over. 
I feel complete. I feel good. I've come to terms with it. Hasbro will be like, guess what, Eric? I, I get like a random press release. In the- <laughs> and it would be completely random at like one o'clock in the morning yep. from a name you don't know. They meant to send it at 1 p.m., but they sent it at yeah. 1 a.m. <laughs> Here's the thing. I agree with almost all of Chris's story, but I'm going to change it from announces brand new season to announces they're selling it. Because I don't think they're going to make a new season. <laughs> but then you'll have to wait and talk. You'll have to report that news. So you'll still have to come back. You'll have to report that. I like Josh's comment. Ranger Command Power is stronger than before. If that happens, you have to rebrand yourself to Ranger Command Zio. Yeah, I was about to say, you're entering your Zio era. The command center is going to be destroyed. Ranger Command Power Chamber. honestly though my dream would be if when teresa and i get a house and if i had the space for it how cool would that be to like maybe even partially recreate that set or at least have like a couple mannequins of like our favorite ranger suits or whatever i think that'd be the dopest thing ever i have too many transformers i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've got an empty wall over there that i've always thought that would be really cool but Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've totally been like, man, how expensive would it be to get a mannequin, and which suit creator that won't screw me over and never send it to me? Can I go with? True, yeah. To make because I got the Zeo Gold helmet, I just get the if I get a mannequin oh. and the costume. And if you I want a mannequin, do. just wait till a department store around. I was about to say, That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because when like the Sears and the J.C. Penney near me closed, all literally anything that was in that cube of space was for sale and yeah make an offer take it home oh that was mirror thank you okay so i got like a complete anonymous gift from my amazon wish list and it was this like huge box and it was like a vacuum packed pack of 50 like soundproofing panels for podcasting and it just said anonymous and i had no idea (laughs) who sent that so mirror thank you so much like whenever we get a house and you know i set up my studio that will definitely be used so really appreciate you thank you <laughs> teresa said poissandra for a mannequin to recreate that suit would be nuts <laughs> that would be crazy. then you have to do sledge because you can't do one without oh, the other of course of and course. then you'll end up with poissandra and sledge but no shadow ranger mannequin and you'll be like <laughs> Instead Wait. of the mannequin, just when you guys like renew your vows twenty years from now, just dress up as Poissandra and Slim. Like, <laughs> that, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> then you have to yell, awesome. "It's a bomb!" <laughs> <laughs> the cake is—it's just a bomb. Just throw the cake. <laughs> that would have been like if you were doing a—you should have dressed up and then done one of those gender reveal cakes for before RJ was bo- born, so you could be like, "It's a boy." <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe maybe for kid number two two. if if that ever happens okay i'm (laughs) teresa's like no (laughs) she's like shut it down (laughs) shut it down podcast over she's like i'm sick of this power rangers crap she just hits the breaker on the power and just everything goes dark (laughs) all right I'll give you guys a chance to uh, plug your stuff. So uh, Mason, where can people find you? What, what projects you got going on? Yeah, just uh, follow us at dads or dorks. So me and Chris and Tyler MC, we do a podcast where we talk all about our kids and nerdy stuff. So we've started on a course of one casual episode and one themed episode. So (laughs) the goal is to shrink our episodes. It hasn't worked. (laughs) (laughs) We're still trying to figure out that form. I know the feel. (laughs) 
but yeah, so check us out at Dads or Dorks on Twitter. And my uh, Twitter is just Mason Merrill if you want to follow me there. Awesome. Uh, Geek with Chris. So obviously, you can follow my personal at Geek with Chris. I am all, like Mason said, one third of Dads or Dorks. You can follow us there on social, all socials, Dads or Dorks. Or you can go to dadsardorks.com and you can actually listen to the podcast there on the website. If you don't do, like, if you're like me, you're old man, you're like Spotify. Bleh. You can just go there on the website, hit play, and you can listen to the most recent episode, all the episodes, really. There's some um, cute pictures of us there, too. Yes, and we that's where we include pictures and anything like that. And then, um, uh, obviously, I, you can also always find stuff we do at, at Token Nation on Twitter, tokenation.com, Instagram sometimes, and I log into it. So Awesome. And Chris Long. So on Twitter, I'm at CLong83, because Long's Toys was taken and suspended by somebody else. <laughs> Um, but every everything else is Long's Toys, Blue Sky, Threads, uh, Mastodon, if anyone still uses that. Um, I, I think I logged into that. It, it was like I, a year later. Yeah, yeah. whatever. I wonder how many Blue Sky codes Instagram. I have. I should check that. Yeah. They cap it at five per account. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> yeah, I got 10 codes available. Everything that's not Twitter is at Long's Toys, including my YouTube channel, which funnily enough is also 10 years. I think it's funny that Literally, like, 10 years ago, a week apart, I was like, I just started a YouTube channel, and Eric was like, I just start a podcast. (laughs) Like, a week apart, 10 years ago, didn't know each other at all, and just had separate ideas. Because we met each other at the 2014 PMC. Was it 14 or? Yeah, yeah. You you and Shuki. Was it 16? I thought it was 14. I don't remember. But yes, it was at... It was as PMC was the first time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, so my YouTube channel is uh, Long's Toys. I do Toku stuff, Transformers, general like four-inch figures for Jurassic Park, superheroes, all kinds of stuff. So please watch it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining on the live stream. Thank you for all the support for uh, 10 years of podcasting. Tyler Bozetsky said, uh, here's to another 10 years. And I've had a people, some other people comment <laughs> that. And I'm like, just say, Tyler, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpower.gmail.com or check out rangercommand.com. And then uh, the links to everything where you can listen to Ranger Command is at linktr.ee slash Ranger Command Power Hour. Brought to you by Revenge Lover. (laughs) (laughs) Has not been a sponsor. (laughs) And Rage Shadow. And yeah, Rage Shadow. (laughs) No one talks about that game anymore. Bringing it back. (laughs) Nord VPN. Use special code Ranger Command PH to get 10% off. Your- I was like, I was like, Eric, what's your audible code? He's like, I haven't done that in two years. I'm like, all right, then nothing, I guess. All right, <laughs> all right everyone. Thanks for watching. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www. .rangercommand.com Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph Like us on Facebook and Instagram at rangercommandpowerhour Ranger Command is also on Patreon Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks 
by pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.